stop wearing your hair in tight ponytails. It's not a good look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it hurts, doesn't it? Hello, thank you very much for listening to episode 9 of Same Shit Different Brain with me, Rebecca Ryder. I hope you had a good bank holiday and wore your sunscreen and kept those fluids up for the hangovers. I had a good one and it took me about a week to recover from it because I'm just not used to so much bloody fun anymore. But I don't know about you, but the last couple of weeks have been really up and down. I've been really happy about doing things again and seeing people and making memories and finally enjoying life in new and exciting ways and all that. But sleep definitely gets impacted when you're busier and that takes its toll on everything. Even if you do have solid daily routines and things that keep you healthy, although they have definitely slipped for me and I haven't done any exercise or not much meditation, even though I'm always blabbering on about it for about a week but I'm getting back into that next week. I am, I am, I am. But also, I think part of it is lately the news cycle's getting a bit worrying again. We'd got used to it being all hopeful and looking forward to life reopening and, you know, that's still great, that's not gone away. But I ignore the news cycle as much as possible these days and all that people do, but when big changes are potentially coming up, in the roadmap and milestone dates that affect all our lives it starts getting harder to ignore the headlines and things related to it and the ongoing certainty around the near future and the long-term future whether we're okay to be doing what we're doing now in this more relaxed world or whether it's going to lead to another lockdown whether we can go on that holiday with books and blah 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 and even though you know the best thing to do is probably just to wait and see what happens and just living here and now and all that and take each day as it comes as lockdown taught us because we had no other bloody choice it's hard not to have a little google and a little check of the news and think oh is there any update on whether i can do that thing or whether we're going to be able to go ahead with what we've been promised for june but anyway i hope you're all staying well and managing all of this busyness and noise in a way that works for you So this week I have Hannah McMahon on the podcast, who I used to work with at Reaper and is now a good friend. I feel like this is a cheesy way of explaining how I feel about Hannah, but I feel like she's someone who really sees me, whatever that means. It's just always been how I felt about her. I just really connected with her from first meeting her and I love her to bits. She's a really great person to chat to. She always makes me laugh and feel reassured and all warm inside and can't wait to give her a big hug. We had a good old chat about how she's managed during the pandemic, managing frustration and how it feels not to be listened to and how much confidence is too much. All the burning questions and we covered a lot of other things as well. I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. You okay? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's nice to see your face. Good to see you too. Really nice. <laughs> it's been a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been ages. Yeah, but it would have been that coding class, wouldn't it, last time I saw you? Yep, which I don't think we should have gone to, realistically, <laughs> thinking about how close everything was to closing down, but I know, how are we to know any better? 
Yeah, it must have been the week before lockdown, wasn't it? When we last went to one and then we got notified. Was it going online? Did you do it online? No. No, me neither. <laughs> I struggled enough when it was in person, never mind doing it online without yeah, any guidance. Yeah, even when we could get someone to come over and explain what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, we just sat patiently waiting, like, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was a cool thing to, like, put on my CV to say that I went to it. No one needs to know we only went to one glass. <laughs> <laughs> and struggled throughout the whole of it. I don't know, maybe it'll be something that I'll pick up again, but I was speaking to Alex about it. Do you remember who was there too? Yeah. And she seemed a bit more into picking it up than I did, but she also seemed to pick it up a little bit more at the time than you and I did as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Just, I was just um, looking cool. <laughs> 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 as cool as you can look in a python python class it was python wasn't it is that right it was yeah so yeah. you were listening you did learn something i learned one thing <laughs> <laughs> so you still working from home at the moment aren't you i am yeah same i am yeah how are you finding it um all right like most of the time i think yeah like is that i'll break it up with like getting out for little walks and stuff and sometimes like it helps if I like just even change rooms but I always feel like if I go and sit in the living room that's sort of too casual and I want to keep that space separate for like relaxing at night so most of the time I just force myself to work from my desk but yeah it it is it's a long time isn't it without working like around people so I'd be still keeping it pretty like scaled back at Booper. Yeah it's growing um there's I don't know there were a few people on your old team that are in today there are probably maybe about five or something they're all spaced out and stuff like that but I just think for the minute as much as now I can legally go into my mum's house I just think it's a small amount of people that I know that she's been mingling with and with a big office like um, like a booper place it's just I don't know for me I'm I'm just holding on for the vaccine and then I think I'll feel a bit more comfortable with it yeah definitely. and plus it's a track to solve the keys so I'm quite happy about waking up half an hour before I log on at the minute yeah Bad well, habit. yeah that's that's a good benefit isn't it you don't get bored of that because you have yeah, um, a fair old commute I guess didn't you yeah but, but I chose it so I can't complain yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's your own boat <laughs> <laughs> no but you're right like because it's it is a huge office there isn't it yes yeah, so it's a lot of people but and I think a lot of potential th- places for people to touch and it just takes one mistake, doesn't it? And I just think, nah, I, know. I can't be bothered. I'm going to stay stay at home for now. Yeah, it's still early days in terms of everything being lifted and every- not everything is lifted yet, so. Bang on, bang on, Rebecca Ryder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'll start on the old questions. So in terms of today, how is your day going today? It's, um, yeah, it's gone all right. Uh, Georgie, my cat, granted me a whole night of sleep, which she hasn't done for a while. So oh, I'm taking that as a massive win. Really? I woke up but felt a bit like the living dead. Yeah, no, she's just been a nightmare at the minute. She goes in proper phases with it, but what, what can you do? Cats are always jar, or does she like sleep, actually sleep in your room? She, well, I, I can't shut the door because she'll scratch at the carpet. So oh, usually, no. so we leave it ajar because she dominates the house. And then um, when she's ready for going out, she usually just jumps onto the bed and does a round, jumps onto the headboard behind you, down right next to your head. And if that doesn't work, she'll just continue doing it. So yeah, oh, you have God. to lock her in cat prison. 
cat prison is the living room. Prison. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that's but, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I at least I can legally shut my cat in a room and just leave her. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I think I might have child line on my case if I was uh, doing that with a human child, but but yeah. Anyway, I digress with, <laughs> with Georgia. She uh, she let me have a full night's sleep, so I woke up feeling quite refreshed, which is good. Nice. Um, what else? I've had a lot of meetings today, so a lot of having to sit with my headset on, I guess. But that's kind of part and parcel, and managed to do a bit of productive things in between. Um, yeah. And then probably the big news of the day is I may or may not. Have put my COVID vaccine today. Oh, what, what? Why the mystery? Because um, I found a thing on Twitter for Bury CCG, like the, the the NHS stuff properly, and they said that tomorrow and the day after they've got loads of like spare vaccines, if you will. But oh, they said that they're just slightly above my age bracket, but by by slightly above, I mean three months. But it let me book it, so I'm just going to try it and see. Oh yeah, it's worth a shot. Fingers crossed. I hope you hope you can get it. Me too, me too. But it's only down the road anyway. So at least if I get rejected, I don't have long to walk with my tail between my legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's worth the trip. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it has seemed to be a few little like loopholes, like opportunities to get it. Not loopholes, but like even like people who know someone that's volunteering, like they seem to have like a lot of spares in different places don't they so they say like if we've got some left over you can come and get them but it's like you just have to take the opportunity when it comes up kind of thing don't you yeah definitely so I thought I'll give it a go I mean the fact that they've kind of marketed it in a way like the spare ones so it's not like you're taking the appointments away from people who've already got them exactly in that respect yeah I did feel a bit worried at first because I sent the link to my sister and I was like oh my god look at this and she went I booked it already she's younger than me I was like right okay well if she's booked it I'm gonna give it a go and again yeah if she's worth um sorry she thinks that taking the gamble's worth it then go for it we could both fought with our tail between our legs away from the vaccination center if needs yeah be. yeah you might as well console yeah. each other <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, other than that, I know that's quite a boring response, I guess, but there's not really been too much to write home on. To well, be honest, it's, it's been a... Yeah, we're still in restrictions. So I wasn't I wasn't expecting you to have uh, <laughs> done anything monumental. <laughs> what that sounds like. I wrote my first play. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, but what happens with the um, like the vaccine spares? Is it, is it because they need to use them within a certain amount of time? Would they, would they go to waste if people didn't take them? that's what I've heard yeah I've got a friend who's a nurse and I think yeah if they're not used by the end of the day they just get binned oh well there you go definitely don't need to feel guilty then go and get them used yeah I'm gonna go anyway yeah fighting the good fight I'm gonna get jabbed have you been jabbed (laughs) I've had my first one (laughs) yeah um and then next second one is middle of June so yeah that that was because like my office will be based in the hospital in Cheadle in the prior hospital so um yeah we will be around like clinicians and not necessarily around the patients but obviously clinicians will be around the patients sharing the kitchen with them and things like that when I'm back in so yeah it's nice to be able to get it just hope everyone else can pretty soon they're on to 38 and over now aren't they so yeah yeah it seems to be moving quicker than first expected didn't it because I remember people thought they wouldn't get it until like the end of the year a lot of people that I knew yeah 
hopefully it's I've been plan. so sad I've been religiously checking that Omni calculator website oh, where yeah. you can put in your details and it gives you the stats based on the vaccination rate and the last time I checked that I think for me because I'm still just by the skin of my teeth in the under 30 bracket <laughs> 30 in August but it's been one time I've been kind of resenting oh, it because I want that vaccination quicker <laughs> yeah but according to that Omni calculator it said that it was July I was going to be getting my first one so oh yeah. right okay we'll see mm-hmm. oh I'm sure you'll be a lot can change though can I? up soon enough yeah have you got anything um planned for the big three all then are you just seeing how things go just gonna see how things go I think it's yeah. just it feels a little bit too soon to be planning stuff yeah it's, think, it's not like you can sure we'll do... being able to do anything yet is it just we've got used to taking definitely. it as it comes now haven't we I guess so definitely yeah. so I don't know maybe maybe I'll see in a, in a month or so see how things are going and then yeah. try and get some kind of shape of things together from there because we'll know how we're doing with the roadmap and things like that by then won't we yeah the next month's going to be quite telling yeah yeah exactly it'd just be nice being even being able to see like family and friends wouldn't it like there must have been a lot of people celebrating big milestone birthdays in full lockdown I mean I didn't mind just having a normal one in lockdown but it would have been a bit good <laughs> if it had been an actual meaningful one <laughs> yeah no I know what you mean definitely but again we'll see time will tell yeah um, so what are the things for you that impact your mental health the most? I think I had to think about this one and I, was, I kind of felt like how deep does it need to get? But then in the same respect, I think it's probably common themes that can touch certain er- like loads of different areas of your life. So I think for yeah. me, it's probably things like not feeling supported and not feeling listened to and things like that. Or like if you don't feel engaged in something, and I guess that that can really affect pretty much every area of your life, can't it, in certain respects? So it could be yeah. from your job, could be from your um, relationships, could be like a goal that you've set or something like that. So, so yeah, I think for me, it's it, that a lot of what stems from those three kind of feelings is essentially frustration so I think it's probably that's at the core of it for me just feeling generally quite frustrated I feel like you're bang, banging your head against a brick wall I think yeah I know what you mean that frustration is like I feel like it doesn't get discussed as often as other sort of emotions and things but it's it's a horrible feeling isn't it because it, I suppose with frustration a lot of the times like you can't quite put your finger on something just a general like yeah discontent and like you're saying not feeling supported or safe I guess yeah that could include so many things couldn't it frustration yeah I think Um, they all really impact your self-worth as well don't they it can take you a while to climb out of that if if you've got enough um disengagement or if you've got enough frustration in that respect or if you're not being listened to if you've got like the triple whammy with it as well, that's it. Yeah. It takes you a while to come out of that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's horrible not feeling listened to as well. I know what you mean. It's that could apply to so many things. Um and then yeah, not feeling engaged, I guess like that could probably be such a common thing during the pandemic in terms of like being disengaged yeah. from reality, from other people, from even people you live with because you're so used to being around <laughs> each other you, you people might not connect in the same way or in any meaningful way 
um yeah it's yeah it, it can touch on loads of areas definitely and a lot of people relate to that um what would you tell other people going through these same things yeah I'd say um obviously it depends what's causing you to feel that way mm. in a certain respect but I think that there's probably more things in your life than you can change than you than you really give yourself credit for in the respect that I don't know it's good to have a bit of a whinge isn't it sometimes about like how things aren't going your way or whatever but it's not always very productive (laughs) as much as it's cathartic it's not very productive and I don't know I'm, I'm a big believer that if if you could if you've got that energy to whinge you can put that energy into doing something to change your situation yeah potentially obviously depends what it is but yeah I feel that yeah just exerting your energy if into into just whinging or like whining about things in that respect it's it's not always the best way to be and it's probably just an easy way of saying turn that frown upside down isn't it but I think by giving yourself a bit of a plan and thinking ahead and thinking how what you're doing or what other people are doing is impacting each other and then just taking it from there really and just trying things out like you don't know until you try do you no no exactly um yeah you're right it can help to get it out definitely and there's there's no shame in it but it's like how long do you let that go on for before you move on from it and do something for yourself just to stop yourself going mad because otherwise it can spiral it can just become a cycle can't it um negative feelings without really being productive and when you do think of okay what are the actual actions that I can take then that sort of gives you purpose purpose as well I think um yeah purpose is something I've heard talked about a lot during the pandemic like people just finding something to focus on like you know like even all these people who've had come up with side hustles like it might not necessarily be people who've been furloughed or people who've had lost jobs or had hours reduced it might just I think with a lot of people it's just needing some kind of purpose to focus on and get them like moving forward um I mean definitely just to spark something different isn't it yeah yeah definitely and what's your coping method when you're having a rubbish day now, what do you mean by rubbish? Do you mean like you're ready to rip your hair out because people are annoying you or just like you've woken up and you just, it's like the wrong side of the bed kind of tackling that you're feeling mopey or miserable or is yeah. it all encompassing? Either or, yeah. Um, I, I guess they could both be perceived as a bit rubbish, couldn't they? Um, yeah. Maybe one might be more common than, than the other, but if you were in a sort of mindset where you, you want to turn your day around, what are the things... Yeah. that would normally okay. make yeah. you feel I get that sorry I did no it's all right definitely I think <laughs> no it was I think it's just an interesting way to look at it because I was thinking I've probably got two different approaches depending on what the nature of the bad day is <laughs> like yeah. if it's I'm just I'm fuming it's like leave me alone <laughs> just don't come anywhere yeah. near me I need to just ride this out but I, I think if if you're in the oh definitely if you're in the kind of mood where you you know that you're being ratty you know that you're being down and you're thinking right come on sort yourself out here I think the thing that I've found for me that works is just it's it is cliched but it's going for a walk it's just getting out putting some headphones on listening to some music or a podcast or an audio book or something like that and just kind of switching off in that respect I think it 
definitely clears my mind just be putting one foot in front of the other because you kind of yeah, think um, that you could that you've got more time to think about stuff because you've got no distractions but I think because you've only got to think about putting one foot in front of the other there's something quite cleansing about it and for me it works yeah. anyway I don't know about you no it does definitely I mean I I like walking even if it's raining which is which is good because you have to do it rain or shine when you have a dog what <laughs> Emo. (laughs) Channeling your own Gerard way there. (laughs) I felt the My Chemical Romance. (laughs) Um, You did. Can't fight it. (laughs) I I can't. Um, Yeah, no, I love love walking. I get, if I haven't been out like at lunchtime, it'll even just start making me feel really like twitchy in the afternoon and just dying to get out. It's just that little bit of freedom and it's something about the fresh air and... Yeah, like like you say, when you only have to focus on just moving forward, then you're putting that energy into yeah. something. Um, and you're just sort of like getting into your body a little bit, like which is a cliche as well, but it really does help. Like you can get a bit disconnected from your body. And when it's all just up there in your head and nothing else is happening, then that's when it can just get worse, really, can't it? You have to get out of the space yeah, in as well. It's 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 that as well, I think. 100 um, no I get that but then with you walking cash every day do you find that that impacts you that you've got a different two different types of walk so you've got your necessary walk which is getting your dog out every day yeah and then you've got the like the this is a walk for me or do they kind of blur for you yeah no they are different like I feel more free if I go out for yeah. a walk on my own because the thing with walking cash is um I do it quite early in the morning like get out of the way while I'm still half asleep but I'll um if he's like in a bad mood and then he'll bark at another dog, then I'll get a bit stressed and then it can put me in yeah. a bad mood, but there's nothing I can do about it. And it's like, I have to just learn to be really patient with it and think he's a dog, he's trying to protect you. And if I think of it like that, then I feel a bit sorry for him just yeah. being an angry old man. <laughs> it's not as easy to think like that when it's first thing in the morning and he's making an absolute racket yeah. in the park. <laughs> <laughs> letting everybody know that he's there and he's awake he's ready yeah. for the day yeah but when I do go out walking on my own then it does feel like a bit of a treat like yeah <laughs> a bit a bit freer like a mum who's got a kid babysat <laughs> <laughs> um, and that probably is more relaxing well I, d- I don't know I'll uh, I'll have to ask around we could do some kind of survey for that one but I'm imagining it's a similar kind of feeling <laughs> so what has been your biggest challenge during lockdown I think for this one for me I think you know disregarding the obvious that I've missed hugging my mom and my sister because we're yeah. very very huggy as people and I've I've hated not being able to hug because I know how much it means to her too and oh, I've been like yeah. trying to be quite strong about it and stuff like that but it's because I don't want to make her feel worse about the situation but uh, but then she lives with my sister so I had to like bully my sister like make sure you're hugging my mom oh does she <laughs> yeah, make, yeah making up for it enough hugs for the both of us <laughs> yeah definitely but um, I was able to give her a big hug yesterday and that was so nice it was oh, lovely that's good. to do that again like, was that the yeah, first one emotional really yeah uh-huh. since Christmas day and we're all PPE'd oh. up on Christmas day if I like Gloves oh yeah, on, you hats. Did it, you did it with the plastic. Was that when you had the plastic around <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. 
had the hoods on back to front so that we were like near each other but not in that respect <laughs> we got absolutely ripped for that on facebook oh i mean <laughs> i mean it's not quite the same is it but what can you do <laughs> <laughs> definitely but that's what you do to it's come must. to human contact won't you yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely needs must indeed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, i think uh, aside from that probably a little bit bleaker in in one respect is i feel that watching how people have dealt with the restrictions has made me lose quite a lot of faith in humanity <laughs> which I've, I've found quite difficult <laughs> and, and I'm not going to pretend that I've followed every single rule to the letter all the way through because I don't think anybody has really oh, like nobody can say like they a have lot of the rules were quite confusing anyway and got turned yeah, around definitely. quite a lot yeah 100% but I think what well, it comes down to is that yeah. Yes, exactly. Because I think that some of them were so harsh and down the line, weren't they? Because it was to excuse, sorry, to not make excuses for people that were pushing it in one respect, regardless of whether or not yeah. it made sense. Well, but it was no leeway. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. But I think for me, watching people that have pushed it and have pushed it to the point where they're kind of posting on social media, inches away from, like centimetres even, away from the mates' faces, and I'm just sat there like what's the point <laughs> you know no not that I'd ever do a U-turn and just be like that's it now it's the last days of Rome no, and I'm gonna do whatever I like yeah when yeah for months yeah yeah it's funny it's, isn't that? everyone's completely different and just responded in loads of different ways and it's like everyone yeah. sort of reached the end of the tether at different points I guess or some people don't never really started with it <laughs> that's the thing don't bother just that. Yeah, I think it's kind of shot me in the respect that in, although it's something that you never really thought about before because it's, this is never a situation that anybody of us anticipate ourselves to be in but no. you wouldn't think that the people that you know would be those kind of people and I'm not saying that everybody has I'm making it sound like I'm just bitching about every single person that I know it but I haven't but a lot no. of people have surprised me in their interpretation of it and like how they've you know even said or implied with their reaction to me that I'm being a little bit too cautious and stuff and I think well oh, not, not it's it's it I don't think it's fair and ultimately I think because I don't know I, I'm probably um joining two very diffuse subjects together here but I think when you've seen a person like a family member or a friend or something and they've been really ill you yeah. And, and it's been no control of your own you do anything in your power to avoid anybody getting ill again in the future if you've got any say in it yeah and I've found that difficult that other people haven't had that mindset too yeah and I don't know it's just been a bit selfish I think in a lot of respects but I mean I was going to say it could have been worse but we we did pretty badly with this pandemic didn't we and I think it's potentially with attitudes that have been quite sporadic like that and along with the government before getting too political yeah I've, I've I found that quite difficult yeah. it's hard it, yeah it, it's really hard when you you trying to understand everyone else's viewpoints and I guess it's just natural like not everyone's going to think the same but it is really exactly. hard and I guess it, it is easy to feel a little bit betrayed when you want you expect yeah. that everyone that you choose to have in your life will have the same kind of views and morals as you and if they don't I guess yeah that can feel really upsetting and it, it just can it can leave you a bit jaded 
I guess yeah yeah I think it's quite exhausting you know trying not to go over it too much in your head like right yeah I've never been through this before and they haven't either and like you say everybody reacts differently to stuff and you've you've just got to try your best to I think one keep yourself safe in whatever way you find suitable for you and to separate people from the the choices that they're making at this moment in time from how you've known them in other areas of your life and how they've been a good person for you throughout all of that too because you can be a good person whilst being far away like there's friends that I've not seen for over a year and stuff because of where they live and because of where um obviously the pandemic so yeah it's just it's just trying to tread that line I think to make sure that you don't drive yourself absolutely bananas thinking like why are they doing that and then also still I don't know trying to enjoy yourself in whatever way you can in the limited way that you can yeah yeah and and when people are posting it on social media it's like it's sort of like an extra kick in the teeth because it's like kicking the teeth you don't care but and you also don't care that everyone knows it as well like you're not even people who are not even attempting to hide it I mean I don't know whether I know anyone who's been that ridiculous about it but I know there have been people um and like anecdotally and that's that's just really sort of callous isn't it just not even acting like you give a shit <laughs> but, <laughs> what can you do though exactly yeah. what can you do where, you, you can't yeah. worry about anyone else's actions I guess oh, you could kick off if you wanted to but again is that going to be a good use of your energy yeah <laughs> it's not is it you only sort of people to it. yeah, yeah. But then I feel that's where social media has become a bit of a catch-22 because it's become so important throughout all of this. And in some respects, like when I've been winding myself up, seeing people and be like, another one and another one, you know, easily yeah. I could just take myself away from it. But in one kind of macabre kind of respect, I like seeing it because I'm like, right, well, I know that in the future that or if, you know, if it came to a situation where I was going to be in a um, in some kind of perimeter from that person be extra careful <laughs> so yeah. it's like kind of guarding yourself isn't it in that respect of but course. I don't know good litmus yeah. test yeah <laughs> like are you <laughs> yeah. gonna be safe or not can I clear <laughs> yeah. you in the next few years <laughs> oh, I don't know I'm, I know I am naturally quite a, a worrier anyway I definitely am but it's uh it's, it's been something else this hasn't it <laughs> yeah it can it can make it like you don't want to um avoid social media completely because like you say it, then you, you sort of feel completely disconnected and it's kept a lot of people connected but it can also make yeah. you feel very isolated when you see things that end up making you angry and just make you just want to stop the world and get off <laughs> never mind get off yeah. social media <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you're voice. right you're right yeah mm. at least with the direction that we're going now seeing those kind of things is going to be a, a relief. It's going to be nice to see people two centimetres away from the mates' faces again in the future. Yeah. I want to be that, that person myself too, but I think we've still got a little while to go yet. And yeah, but we'll get there. Yeah, we will. And it is nice seeing like people reuniting, like Definitely. You know, in a safe way. And it, it's lovely. Like and you want it to be all like positive like that and, you want it to be yeah. sort of well-earned and like well-deserved as well after all this time. Like it's sort of like, doesn't mean anything if you've just been carrying on as normal all the way through. 
Um, not that that's why you do it, <laughs> just so you can have a really good payoff of a <laughs> night out. But yeah, what I mean. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. Like I'm meeting some mates this weekend to some of the ones that live like an hour or so away from me, and I've not seen uh, yeah. them so long, and I can't wait. But uh, like even now, I'm working from home, but I'm still getting those lateral flow tests, and I'm doing them twice a week. <laughs> I'm that uh, paranoid about it, like on it, because they're free. Like I think so I many people don't know that you can just get them in the post and. I've told my mates, I'm like, where do you get them through work? And I'm literally through the government website you order the day before and they're there the day after. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's given me good peace of mind that there's definitely, yeah, and helps me to feel a little less paranoid about it and everybody a bit safer. So, yeah. 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 Oh, well, that would be nice. Is it, um, is it your friends in Sheffield? I forgot that, forgot that right. Do you have some friends in did have some friends in Sheffield, but they're different, these ones. So it's my mate. So friends in different places. I don't know why, I just assumed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, uh, maybe I'm the, <laughs> no, just the catalyst that they all move away from me. <laughs> <laughs> right, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to uh, Halifax. Yeah. Oh, okay. For Eurovision yeah. weekend. Oh, nice. Is it Eurovision this week? God, comes around oh, yeah, quicker every year, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. Who's your money on? I, I know nothing about it this year. It it's hopefully Iceland because I wanted them to win last year and they had to cancel it. They're back again doing a different song this year, but one of them's just tested positive for COVID. So I'm hoping that they're actually going to be able to perform oh, in the final. There's a few of them. It's not a it's not a one man band, so right. maybe they'll be able to do it without him. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> it's the same performance <laughs> that was supposed to do it last year. And this is yeah. all rescheduled, right? I feel like I've not heard anything about it this year. I don't know how to actually pronounce it in Icelandic, but it's the anglicised version. It looks like it says Daddy Freya, and they're absolutely fantastic. Oh, okay. Or he is. I think the rest of the band's called a different name, but yeah, I'll have to send some stuff through to you because I think yeah. it'll be a, a bit of you. Yeah, I'll look forward to that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what has been a surprise positive of lockdown for you, do you think? Um, there's nothing that's been like stand out. Oh my God, I can't believe I've been able to do this or whatever. But I think just generic type of stuff, like being able to have a bit more time for myself, which again, I know sounds so boring and cliche, but it does mean quite a lot to be able to do it, doesn't it? Yeah, and 100%. I've been in a very fortunate position where it's literally just my partner and I that live in the house Josh I don't know why I'm calling him my partner but uh, <laughs> because and and the cat obviously the cat from hell but because it's just been us three it's been quite nice to have that like there's not been any other added responsibilities etc and we've just like had our own space in that respect too yeah, so, yeah. and being able to sleep an extra hour a day has been nice <laughs> Well, yeah definitely catch catching up with sleep has yeah. been a revelation for a lot of people I think I'm I'm so like big on it now like I, if I get less than eight hours I just don't <laughs> feel good at all I mean I don't definitely don't get eight hours every night but I notice the difference now I'd, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm more aware of it if I don't sleep as long no, so yeah, the benefits so of kids. Just, oh, oh, I didn't want to say, but yeah, the, the cat from hell, I think has given me enough of a flavour of that at the moment and it's yeah. not something that I'm ready for. But, but yeah, so just other than that, just being able to do other little things as well, just had the opportunity to try them or give them a go. Like, uh, what have I even done? So just 
decorating I know it's so boring but that kind of thing being able to save a little bit of money so that you can do things to your living environment that you wanted to or like um I know that again not everybody's in that situation and not taking it for granted that I've been able to really build a weird garden on the back of a house but it's that's been a massive difference for us like year on year this time last year we didn't have a garden like no we did have outside space but it's a shared garden around the back and there's two younger kids that are there so it was a bit like stay away but remember the the yeah yeah because we've got that nice little space of our own now it makes such a difference yeah it looks it looks a really big surprise and positive yeah yeah you're right like I'm I'm sort of the same like because you're around this the space so much more um I mean you have the time to do it and you have the inclination to do it because you just enjoy being at home and making it look really nice if you're going to be around it all the time like since January I've sort of been doing it gradually as well like just doing up my garden and um even like all the house as well and you can just like the money that you might have been spending doing other things in normal life just yeah. buying things like curtains and getting really excited about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah just watching the Hermes driver from the end of the road like he's yeah. here again what present will he be bringing me today <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean I've got loads of um charity shops near me so I love getting stuff from charity shops I just want everything to look yeah. really old like like a <laughs> old lady's house <laughs> so since Definitely. they've reopened that's been that's been pretty good um, that nice little lampshade behind you it's very cute oh yes thanks for noticing yeah. the, the base looks like a, fez. Looks like a what a fez oh yeah yeah <laughs> right it does actually it was like um, it. from ebay that little number and then i got the bar uh, the oh. bit what's it called the base I was, I was mixing up the words base and vase then <laughs> trying to say bar <laughs> same kind of principle I mean I didn't know what you were talking about but thanks yeah <laughs> well anyway I got it at a car boot for four pounds a couple of weeks ago so brilliant the car boots are back <laughs> you've got such a magpie eye for it though you're very good Whereas uh-huh. with me, I'd look around and think oh that's nice that's yeah it's okay what would it go with I, I just taught myself out of being able to buy it I think but with you like yep yeah, I know exactly where that's gonna go it'll go here yeah. it'll match perfectly or it'll clash perfectly I do it is a skill yeah <laughs> but weirdly though I always get the thing the specific thing that I need like the, that car boot that I went to it was like the last few cars there because I got there late and I really wanted a base for that lampshade and I wanted a baby blue one and it was just there and it was four quid <laughs> and yeah it was lovely and I was like yeah it's my lucky day <laughs> you asked the universe and the universe provided that's exactly what I did manifested that bloody one <laughs> <laughs> it works I think um <laughs> and what's one thing you wish someone would do when you are having a bad day I think probably themes that I've touched on before really that like physical contact with hugs can yeah fix not everything but they can fix so much and yeah. I, I love Josh to bits but he's not really much of a hugger in a lot yeah. of respects like with my fa- <laughs> with my family it's like a hug is is a communication in itself it's Aww. like a, I don't know it's just like a proper squeeze and stuff for a proper huggy family whereas his aren't in that respect so it's not anybody's fault it's just 
different they call yeah. it love languages don't they in that respect but, oh um, yeah. But yeah yeah I've been hearing more about love languages recently actually yeah how is yeah. there like a test that you can do on the old internet to find that out there probably is isn't there I'm sure I've probably done one as well and it, there's uh-huh. different ways that people perceive and show their, their love and all that kind of yeah, stuff that makes so it's sense. like people show it with gifts or with words or with gestures that kind yeah. of thing there's probably others but I can't remember them all sorry yeah it sounds really <laughs> interesting yeah, yeah. hugs yeah, can be good. hugs can solve all manner of ailments can't they <laughs> They can. I think George has been getting quite a squeeze over this last year. Oh. Like, you will love me. <laughs> Easy learning. <laughs> She's been pulling uh, the weight on Josh's behalf then. <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. And there's nothing better than when a cat just comes and sits on your knee, especially when you are having a bit of a bad day. They just seem to know. Oh, they yeah. Pets know. are so good for it. They, they're really tuned into your emotions, I think, aren't they? Definitely. See, I think other than that, probably just to get out the house with me I think especially over the last year as well but yeah. I think generally speaking that's something that always works quite well because I don't know I can do you ever get those days where you could just feel yourself getting rattier and rattier and you can yeah. feel like there's the the anxiety that's around it too and like the quiet oh, yes. like you just feel like you're buzzing don't you but yeah just getting outside and again that one foot in front of the other can really help and if somebody's there with you yeah. as well sometimes as long as it's not them who's pissed you off <laughs> I think yeah. it could be helpful <laughs> yeah yeah it a lot of the time it just helps me getting out on my own and doing that and just stomping it off yeah. on my own mm-hmm. like yeah you're right when you feel it rising like that you definitely need to move from whatever space you're in because it's just not going to go away unless you change your environment or just get out for a walk if you can if you're not working 100% and what's the best thing you ever did for yourself do you think found this one really difficult you know I was thinking to myself like do people grant themselves these you know nice and now I will give you this myself from yeah. myself to myself one of those but uh, oh I, I don't know maybe I was thinking in, you know thinking into it a little bit too much but yeah I guess again probably quite a wishy of ways. yeah yeah I don't maybe a bit of a wishy-washy answer from me again here but I don't know just I think as time's gone on just being a little bit more sure of yourself and giving yourself a bit more of a chance and a platform as time's gone on which I think sometimes is out of necessity rather than it being yeah. an active choice in some respects you know just growing up and going into the wider world or whatever but I was just thinking like in terms of who I was when I started high school and stuff like that because I'd, I'd like to think yeah. you know what because high school is brutal I well I found it oh, brutal yeah. people were horrible so I think that's for me that was where my confidence was probably at its lowest just because again people are horrible but as yeah. time kids can be really horrible can't they the worst the very worst and stuff like that like things that because I I got bullied quite a bit when I was in um year seven I think yeah and still things that people say or things that people had said back then they stick with you but it's just having the confidence and the um abilities to know that okay that's something that happened then and just build your confidence around it like don't make it the the foundation just build around it a little bit and and see where you go from there and just challenging myself I think on little things too whether that's I don't know speaking in situations where I don't think that I I usually would have again comparing myself to year seven me in that respect but just giving things a go 
and just trying to you know if, if trying not to let myself bury myself into a state of panic about things just give it giving things a try and seeing yeah. where they go from there really like particular examples probably because I, I am aware that it's a very wishy-washy answer so I want to give you something maybe with a bit more no, meat in it <laughs> but, but I don't know just uh like with with my family and stuff like that where we've done ev- events like tried to plan things together where we've done the charity events and that kind of stuff yeah like I've put myself forward to speak to the people that have turned up there and things like that which isn't that's not me at all because I'm naturally quite an introverted person like even on team calls and stuff like that when I know that I've got it's going to be my opportunity to speak my heart's going I'm, I'm writing everything down I'm, I'm like just worried about it the, the adrenaline that courses through and I work with these people and talk to them every day so it's again just that kind of challenge with it and trying to push myself a little bit and I think that that's mm-hmm. providing you don't completely fall on your face every time you do it it's a it's a good thing to try and do for yourself if, if the opportunity presents itself definitely yeah just allowing yourself to be heard I guess it ties into that definitely um yeah. and just giving yourself permission to just do what you want to do and not waiting for permission from someone else and I had similar experiences in school and primary school and the start of secondary school as well and I think you really have to not let them define you don't you and you probably don't realize how much things can stick with you from being little um and then it can really destroy your confidence but um yeah yeah, it, it I think just pushing yourself and um pushing past that and just acknowledging where it's come from yeah that's that's a yeah great thing to do for yourself yeah, I'm going to try it. Yeah, I guess it comes. Yeah. It stems back to that trying to make change about situations, doesn't it? I guess if if it's something that you've got yeah. any kind of control over, just give it a go, give it a try, and see where it takes you. If it doesn't go in the direction that you want, never mind. <laughs> go, yeah. go somewhere else, back to the drawing board, or in a completely different direction. Yeah, it's better to try things, isn't it? And yeah. failure doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can just be a lesson to learn, and then yeah continue with the lessons and do it better next time and I'd rather fail at something like a million times over and know that I tried rather than have any regrets I think definitely it's definitely a big myth I think that's an article I've had in mind for ages to write about failure I remember reading a really good one by is it Ruby Tando who won Bake Off yeah years ago she wrote a really good article around that um and how failure can just be a thing to spur you on and we're really taught to be scared of it and sort of try and avoid it at all costs but like no one's ever successful without having a bit of failure first anyway so it's, it's a good thing to know I think 100% I mean, look at her. She started on a baking show and then she's writing. It was a Guardian article, wasn't it? I remember it because it was it was yeah. it stuck in my head because it was very well written. So, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. really good. Yeah, I love her. Um, and what's one thing you'd want to tell the younger Hannah? Stop wearing your hair in tight ponytails. It's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it hurts, doesn't it? It's so hair oh, it really does. <laughs> oh man, alive! Just not good. It was honestly. It must have been like a full can of hairspray a week in yeah, in lower school because that's how everybody went. Yeah, that's With the one. that little um, like some people had nip combs because they wanted to get it so like tight and oh god, yeah. 
did. I used to have like a really thin tooth comb, not quite a nick comb, but but it really wasn't far off. <laughs> yeah, and then as many clips as possible in your head as well. Yeah, just get it all back <laughs> like, there, like a Croydon facelift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> About 30 years too soon. <laughs> <laughs> then when you let it go, just ping, everything sags back to where it should be for an 11-year-old's face. I don't know. <laughs> making my head hurt now thinking about that pain oh god (laughs) tell me about it I get so head sore all the time I barely wear my hair up and I think it's because of those formative years (laughs) (laughs) scalp forever changed (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think uh other than that probably because I'm I'm assuming you wanted it from a mental health perspective here not just year seven cosmetics (laughs) it all counts but yeah (laughs) yeah. I think uh probably again just comes down to confidence in some respects but maybe the other ebb of it really because I think that like with year seven I was like lowest of the low with my confidence and then as time went on and my courage got a bit better I'd pluck up and then be like oh yeah I have an opinion on this and then it probably got to a stage between like college and uni where I had an opinion on everything and that's not good either so like I think I'd probably say do a good job picking up your confidence like say what you can feel like you can say cut out people that you don't need to speak to and just focus on the ones that are going to listen to you and you're going to listen to them but you don't have to have an opinion on everything that is going to get you in some hot water if you don't just sit back and listen to people every now and then or just try and suss people out without instinctively thinking that you know their character and that you've judged them already I'd say I've, I've been a bit guilty of that in the past but yeah. I think I've found an all right app now. Probably still got a bit of work to do, but there's, there's good balance to be found, isn't there, with everything? But mm. I think being opinionated is probably—I don't want to get all feminist about it, but I do feel like um, girls can be told to sort of quieten down quite a lot when they're growing up, and that can make yeah. make them a bit yeah. scared to be opinionated and to be loud and to be bold and whatever while boys can just be as free as they like with their opinions so yeah no I know what you mean it's I guess finding like a respectful balance as well and not just doling out opinions left right and centre where they're not needed yeah I mean I wasn't complete gobshite but a bit of a gobshite (laughs) but I think probably the polar opposites of it in that respect from having not having a voice at all to feel like I could speak about anything but yeah you can't can you so it's just probably a bit of age and wisdom that's come with that yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) okay and last question what's your go-to songs that always make your day with this I I had to you know what I'm like with my music it's it's very important and it's kind of whittling this down was very important to him in the thought because yeah, I can tell it. you were doing some careful preparation <laughs> when you wanted to see the playlist <laughs> <in advance. laughs> I was like I'm not having any duplicates here no way but I thought I'll see what other kind of trajectory people are choosing of course it's all personal to them but yeah because uh, it could be like a bit of a ballad you know I'm empowering one in that respect but I think for me I just want things that are going to get me moving a little bit or ones that I know that I'm never really going to mm. skip past so I've whittled it down to three. Oh, oh that's okay. Yes, I like, I like it people bring three. Yeah. So I've got, um, I've just always loved this song and it, it pains me that it's 21 years old now, but Cassius, Cassius 1999, I absolutely love that song. And I can't remember who exactly samples now. Is it Donna's? No, I don't know who it is. I'm not even going to pretend that I know. It rings a bell and I can't think of it in my head. 
I think I think you'd know it. I think yeah. you would after this, you have to give it a go, and you'd be like, "Oh, I know the one." Is it? Um, one I'm not going to try. I've been listening to like a lot of old dance recently. Actually, is it sort of in that Ooh. in that category? Old dance, <laughs> really technical to. <term. laughs> bit of old dance and a bit of Zimmer frame dance, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, probably from around like King of My Castle era, that kind of stuff. Yes, that's exactly sort of era. Absolute banger. Been writing yeah. too recently. Yeah, I look forward to getting that on there and I better know it when I hear it. I think you will. It's great. It just always puts a smile on my face and just always gets me moving about a bit and uh, yeah. enjoy it. It's nice. Then I think next one's probably a little bit of a wild card in the respect that it's it's not cool but I absolutely love it and again it's one of those that just gets me so happy every time I hear it and it's you spin me right round by dead and alive oh yeah love it that's pretty cool I absolutely love it I don't think (laughs) it's Uh no no, not not really but I don't know if if you ask somebody what's your favorite song and they said that you'd be like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) big Pete Burns enthusiast (laughs) (laughs) No, that's I don't know. I just find the, the bass line's infectious on it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And the video's so shit, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just somebody cutting about with a flag like that pretty much for two and a half minutes. Yeah, very very typical of the era. <laughs> Definitely. I love it. And then lastly, because I think it's been on my Spotify most played now for a good few years, and it's um, Young Fathers, in my view, absolutely love it oh, I don't think I know this one I think it's very good they're a three-piece from Edinburgh I believe oh, yeah. um, they, they've, they're quite eclectic in the music anyway I think but this I just absolutely love it it's one of those that as soon as it comes on Josh didn't know it before and now he does and every time it comes on for him he can't skip it either so it's that's I think pretty much why it's on always on the top 10 or the top one song on my Spotify reviewed because we share a Spotify account yeah. because we're that sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the same, yeah. Well, I mean, you get it a few quid cheaper, so. Definitely. Definitely. You just got to hope that they aren't listening to it at the same time as you because it kicks you off. Oh, so you don't even have the duo account? <laughs> no, that's how cheap I am. Right, but to okay. be fair, I use it for the most part. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's all good. But yeah, it's a very good song. I'll send that through. Oh, I assume that you'll be having a little listen after. I'll whack it point. on the playlist. Yeah. I look forward to putting uh, all those on repeat this week. Yeah. Thank you for sharing them. And thank you for coming on. I really enjoyed catching up with you. Me too, Becky. It's really lovely to see you. And yeah. your little fez lamp. Yeah, <laughs> my little fez lamp. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, hopefully we'll be able to arrange something when the time's right. I mean, we definitely will. So Definitely. I'd love that. That'd be so nice. The right way. Yes, 100%. Are you ever going to do a reverse of this where somebody asks you the questions? Because all the way through, I've wanted to ask you back. I've been I've been asked that and I hadn't even thought about okay. it. I might set that up at some point. That, that would be quite good. Definitely. Because um, it might be like an end of series thing to do. I like that. Because yeah. some of the questions, they, they do get me thinking and then sort of like throw my two cents a little bit. But some of them I'm like, actually, I've literally not thought about what mine would be for, for that one. So... <laughs> 
yeah sure. turn around I think, one be- I think one because I've kind of forgotten how to communicate with humans anyway it's been a little bit strange you just asking me questions and me going like well here's my answer but then it's also <laughs> felt very unnatural not to go what about you afterwards I know <laughs> so yeah I think you should definitely turn the spotlight around love to hear yeah. it that's why it's good for me because I get to chat but none of the heat's on me <laughs> <laughs> Really joking. I like it. Or am I? <laughs> well, I hope it's been useful. It has, yeah. No, definitely. It was really good. Thank you. Definitely. Oh, cheers, Becky. Really nice to catch up with you. Thanks yeah, for having me. Too. Thanks, Anna. A nice evening. Cheers. You too. Bye. Bye. So, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Hannah. I really enjoyed our chat, thought she had a lot of great pieces of advice. I hope you enjoy the next couple of weeks. I'm going camping for the next couple of weekends and taking myself back to the beach because it's my happy place. Not to jinx the weather, but it's looking pretty good. I'll see you next time. Bye.